Hi, this is Pam. Welcome to Must Love Food. Today, I am sitting here talking with, well, distantly talking with Haley. Uh, we are still working from home. And um, we are going to do another round robin. And um, we get a question all the time from listeners and readers or just friends and, and acquaintances that we meet when they hear what we do. Wow, that is so cool. What a job. How did you get into that? And tell me your story. So we thought we would share that because we've been asked that time and time again, and people really do seem to be intrigued by our jobs and um, what led us to do this and how we got into it. So we thought we would uh, talk about that and share our stories a little bit. So Haley, welcome. Thanks for joining me again. Good morning. <laughs> yep. Happy to uh, be here. We do pretty much the same job, um, slightly differently, um, but we have definitely different pasts and paths that, that led us to where we are. So um, tell me, what was your, I mean, what's your first memory that you kind of have about food or something that, that uh, really sparked something for you? For me, it, it was my mom, and it wasn't one particular um, occurrence. My mom loved to bake, and... <laughs> I like to be involved with that as well. So when my mom was baking, I was always in the kitchen with her and asking her questions and helping out with the process. And so kind of growing up, um, I just really loved to bake. And for the most part, it was just simple stuff like cookies and brownies and bars and, and things of that nature. Um, but as I got into college, uh, I started experimenting with the savory side of things too. And trying out different things that interested me and cooking for my roommates in college. Uh, and, you know, one day one of my roommates said to me, she said, you know, you, you should really go to culinary school. You love to cook so much and you're always cooking for us and for other people. Um, you should really do that. And, you know, it had never occurred to me before, uh, that that could be a path for me. Um, my parents had sort of instilled in me that you should have um, a job with regular hours and regular pay. And perhaps going down the culinary school route would put me in a position where uh, that would not happen, you know, like working yes. at a restaurant or something mm -hmm. like that. And so that's sort of always been inside me that I want a job, you know, a regular eight to five job um, that I can do this cooking in. So I ended up going to culinary school. I went to New England Culinary Institute in Vermont, um, and it was a great experience for me because of my classmates, I was probably at the bottom as far as knowledge level, but I loved to cook. So I just soaked up all the information, you know, and everything was kind of new to me, a new experience. Um, and we had two internships during this process. And we each had to complete a binder full of different information of experiences and things that you did on your internship. And then the other students going to the culinary school could access all of these binders. So they could see if they wanted to go do that particular internship or Very um, cool. yeah, things like that. So I knew when I went to culinary school that I wanted to cook, but I knew I didn't want to work in a restaurant, but I wasn't sure where that was going to take me. So um, that was a bit of a crapshoot. But in this room full of binders, I found a few binders from uh, Cuisine at Home magazine, which is, you know, obviously where we work. 
-hmm. And it's in Iowa, where I'm from. And I thought, wow, like, this seems just perfect. So, you know, I read through those binders, did my internships, you know, my first internship was in Seattle at a restaurant, I wanted to get that experience. And then my second internship was at Cuisine at Home magazine. And it was for me, it was the perfect job. I when I first started, I worked on the very first mm. cookie SIB mm -hmm. that we did here at the magazine. And Full it was circle. like a dream come true. You know, I was cooking or baking cookies, bars and yada yada in a kitchen with um, a woman who uh, ended up being my best friend at the magazine. Uh, she's no longer with the magazine, but um, yeah, so that's sort of how I got into it. That's fantastic. And your mom, um, she was a professional herself in that she went to um, school for uh, home economics. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Yep. So she she knew what she was doing in the kitchen. And um, and so she had had a love of it as well, obviously. Yes, she right. did. And I know she tested a lot of things, uh, you know, different pie doughs with different types of fats, because my, my dad would tell the stories of the pies she would bring over to have him taste. And so that was kind of fun, um, you know, knowing that I was doing something that my mom had a passion for also. Mm -hmm. That is so sweet. That is so sweet. So for me, I, um, I, some of this stuff is in hindsight, um, just remembering it and stuff. Um, but my first memory that I kind of really remember, um, food relate, or I should say food media related, and this was sort of a hindsight, aha, oh yes, I remember that. And I, I just gravitated to it. I, my mom uh, loved um, Julia Child and she would put it on, she it would be on TV and following was, I'm dating myself, would be the galloping gourmet, Graham Kerr, I think it's his name. But um, Julia Child would be on and my mom would have it on the TV and I was a little kid, little, little, I think this was probably, you know, uh, pre-kindergarten. Uh, I was still living in San Francisco and um, I would hang there. I would just stand there watching kind of mesmerized at the television at this woman and um, and my mom being so engaged and engrossed in it. And I would almost like hang on to her apron and watch this. And um, I that's such a distinct memory for me. And um, both of my parents uh, were sort of foodies before you ever called them foodies. Uh, both of them grew up in different cities. My mother was born and raised in Toronto. My father was born and raised in San Francisco, both great food towns. And they met actually in Paris, another great food city. And um, they loved to, um, you know, they would, they were definitely of the, the casserole era and all of that kind of thing, but um, they loved to um, make, you know, a nice meal and um, holidays were always a big deal. And um, they would love to, they love to go out to restaurants. And as a family, we would go out for special occasions and such. And we always had to be very well behaved, but my mother used to make all our clothes. And so we would get dressed up and go out. My mother would take us to the bathroom the first time. And then my sister and I would trot off to the bathroom throughout the meal on our own. It was such a, I, maybe I just liked that experience as much as going out to eat, but <laughs> We could have what we wanted, and um, it was their kind of love and passion for food that I know I gravitated to, um, and I just kept with that throughout my, you know, as I grew up. And when I was in middle school, uh, I was taking French classes, and we had to 
uh, make some food for class. And I think it was Madeleine's I made. That was the first thing. And then I think I made Boeuf Bourguignon. And so started experimenting and making food for French class. And I remember my first cookbook that I ever got was a silver palette cookbook. And I started cooking in it from for my family. And my mother had started working at this point. And so she would leave recipes. My sister and I would prep them. Um, I remember the meatloaf she would have us make. So we had all the ingredients and we would fix them and make them. And so I just kind of grew up sort of in the kitchen a little bit, um, but definitely fueled by my parents' passion. And when it's time for me to go to school, I definitely had an interest in culinary, but there was... And I had known Julia Child, but I didn't even know any kind of food path at all, um, really, other than working in a restaurant or um, hotel restaurant management. And there were a lot of programs that you could do that kind of thing. And so I considered that, but said no, went to school, started working, um, went back east. I was living, uh, grew up in New Jersey mostly and was living in New York then after school and um, started working in advertising. But I... Um, would go out to eat a lot with clients and just living in a, a great food city. And again, my parents, um, as we were growing up, they would bring us into the city. We would go out to restaurants. We would, you know, you eat down the shore and have great seafood. So I was exposed to great restaurants and great food and, and, you know, cooking at home and all of that kind of stuff. But, um, as time went on, um, and I benefited, as I said, from my job, um, going out to eat and stuff, I started, you know, doing photo shoots and, um, working with different, um, on different products and things. And I s worked with a couple of times food stylists where we had food on set and I was very intrigued by their job and, um, what they were doing. And, um, and then nine 11 came and after nine 11 and things, um, changed in my, in my personal life as well. I decided it was time to make a change in my life. And what was I going to do? What did I want to do? And I decided to leave a very lucrative career and uh, went to culinary school. And I, you know, a lot of thought, like you, I knew that I didn't want to work in a restaurant, but I um, uh, wanted to work in food somehow, and I was going to figure it out. <laughs> um, and food magazine was definitely something I considered as well as, um, food television, because food television had become very popular. And um, so I went to, I was living in New York, and I went to, at the time, it was the French Culinary Institute. It is now um, the um, International Culinary Center, I think, is the, the in Soho. Um, Jacques Papin's uh, dean, um, so is Andre Soltner, and um, Alain Salak, and uh, Jacques Torres. And um, so that was a great experience. And when I was there, and it was really funny, I remember watching um, television one day and I had, was watching um, PBS and um, Lydia Bastianich was doing her show and something struck me and I said, I have a feeling I'm going to work with her. And I had a, a chef come to me and said, there's an internship at Felidia, which was Lydia's um, kind of flagship Manhattan restaurant. And so I started interning there while I was in culinary school. And um, then uh, lucked into an internship uh, post-graduation on um, one of her um, film or TV productions for her TV show. And that was a great experience. And um, then um, I 
was I benefited from that because they asked me to start doing a lot of editorial shoots. And so I worked with Lydia doing prep and any kind of assistance that she needed. And I started working at Williams-Sonoma. Um, it was a job where it gave me benefits and it gave me flexibility and schedule. But it was also a great job in that um, you learn a lot about products and um, doing some demos and sampling. And you talk to people and understand what they're looking for. So it really is kind of an interesting sort of um, foundation for um, understanding what people are curious about, kind of mass public in terms of food, and really helped um, as I continued to work with Lydia, uh, she started a digital magazine, and I worked on that and got into writing with her. And, um, you know, I had been in communication arts uh, doing advertising that whole time, but was a very different subject. Um, it was all healthcare related. And, um, so I was really got into writing something that I was much more passionate about and um, and creating my own food. And so, but like you, I really um, was looking for um, some place to call home in the food world and Cuisine at Home turned out to be it. And I moved to Iowa 10 years ago from the East Coast, um, said sayonara to friends and family and, um, but um, have, uh, you know, have a new, uh, family here, my friends. And um, yeah, I mean, it is a very cool job. We get to, um, we get to develop recipes. We get to um, sometimes a lot. <laughs> There's actually a current um, article, I think that just came out on our website and it's um, our digital editor, Amanda, is her process of making pavlova 17 times. <laughs> but um, And we've all had those kind of experiences where you take on a task and um, it's just more challenging or um, you just are not quite happy. And so you, um, you just keep working on something. And uh, I can't even tell you how many of those I've had, but, and I can't think of them off the top of my head, but oh yeah, there are a few. Um, Mine is the oatmeal pie. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you were really excited about it in the beginning, I think. I right? was so excited and I am never going to make that pie again. <laughs> But I hope you all do. I've worked out the kinks for you. Yes, that was a fabulous pie. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, I did. It's probably more the baking things. Typically, I had the um, no need bread. Um, I think I was having trouble mostly with the cinnamon raisin one. And I learned that cinnamon retards yeast um, development. And so I had to figure out the way to work that in. And so that I can't remember how many times I made that. That was a lot. Um, and I did a mac and cheese story and I was not happy with what I was turning out, I think. And that was, I think when I did the, um, pepperoni pizza mac and cheese. <laughs> I mm. love the visual on that one. I really yeah. do. It's pretty, it's in a cast iron skillet and it looks like a pepperoni pizza. It's the flavors of a pepperoni pizza. And um, so, yeah, there's pepperoni and there's a great sauce. And then there's pieces of pepperoni on the top that look like a pizza. I love that. And there were, I think that it was a crab one, maybe. It might have maybe. Been a crab and was there was like classic. a sort of a basic, a classic? Yeah. yeah. I exactly. thought there were three. Those were really good. I do remember <laughs> you struggling a little bit to get that cheese sauce right. I, yes, because I remember I went in on the weekend and cooked and had multiple stoves going at one time <laughs> with the same um, 
recipe trying different variations and um yeah was there pretty much all day and uh uh yeah those are a couple that kind of um when we did babka i think we that we worked on that together i think i think we did okay we didn't have yeah. that many variations right no. yeah no but so we get to develop recipes and um and then there's a whole taste panel process and um and people uh, tell, tell us what they like or don't like, or give suggestions on making it better. And, um, yeah. And then we write about it and, um, produce an article. And so, yeah. And now we're getting into podcasts and video and, and trying to bring it to life that way. So, yeah. So it's funny. I, I, I mean, your mom and my mom and dad sort of were the ones that fueled our passions and here we are today. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah. And it's funny when people, it's a job. I mean, it is, it is a job. That's what these are. And so we deal with frustrations every day. Um, and, uh, but it is always nice when people remind you how cool your job is and you step back and you're like, yeah, it is. And then you tell people how you sort of got into it and you sort of have a new love for it again. (laughs) I, you know, it is, I kind of am feeling that way right now. You know, Good. it's been a little frustrating for me working from home uh, because oh. my kitchen's quite small and it, it's yes. much easier to test at work. Uh-huh. Um, and I just miss, you know, the camaraderie that we all have together. We are sort of like a small little family. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this is great. Um, yeah. And I have the similar setup in terms of kitchens as you, uh, and you and I share kind of a space. I mean, we have a divider between our two kitchens, but we're in the sort of same pod kitchen area. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, it's much, and we have stainless counters, which is really nice for, for any kind of cooking. I mean, it's not a butcher block, so you're not going to chop on it, but it's great for pretty much cleaning and also for a pastry work or anything like that. Um, but we have a decent amount of surface and our yes. kitchens are set up the, the design and the, the way that, um, it was always intended is that it's a home kitchen. So there it's a, not a commercial stove, not a commercial, um, anything in there. Yeah. All the same um, equipment normal yep. people would put in their own homes. Yeah. So it's, a, it's basically, and I've lived in, you know, in like, you know, a lot of apartments in a New York apartment, like a standard galley, but a decent galley with a lot of counter top. And so my kitchen here is smaller. And I think as we've talked on some of these podcasts uh, recently, um, the um, challenge has been um, uh, refrigerator space at times. (laughs) Um, Yes. Yes. uh, When we're testing and things, because, you know, we have a refrigerator or or office that we don't have to, um, each of our kitchens have a refrigerator. We do not have to share with our own personal. Spoiled. Um, I, we're spoiled. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but I will tell you just recently, uh, someone gave me a rolling butcher block, block a cart and it's, I don't have the greatest place for it cause it's, it juts out just a little bit, but it has made a world of difference for me. I feel I like well, I those a- wheels make it Yes. Easy to move around for you. Yes, exactly. So, well, anyway, uh, thanks for joining me today and uh, sharing your story with me and letting me share my story with you. And uh, come back next time when we've got um, a couple of other people here to talk about uh, their um, their stories. And um, 
follow us on uh, all the great social media channels, Facebook, um, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Pinterest, and um, our check out our website for some mac and cheese and um, oatmeal pie. <laughs> uh, and that is uh, cuisineathome.com. Thanks for all listening. Right, Thanks, all right. Sam. Thanks. Bye-bye. Visit our site to learn about special offers, new products, and more for purchase. We offer live cooking seminars from pasta making and cast iron cooking to pie baking and stir frying techniques. Our special interest publications feature recipes centered around certain topics like feel good food and slow cooker dinners. We also offer custom at home branded kitchen tools such as aprons, cutting boards and bench knives. Shop all of our offerings at cuisineathome.com.